0: Ready to get and stay fit? Welcome to Fit Positive Confident with Dr. Gordon, where the focus is on your whole person health physical, mental, and spiritual. Because your health can be affected by so many factors, Dr. G covers a range of topics in this program, from eating healthy to world shaping events. So relax and enjoy the show.
1: All right, folks, welcome to the show Fit Positive Confident. In the house today, Kyle Galloway, my good buddy. The only Bruce Lee that I know, right, here <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> Bruce yeah. Lee was one of my favorite martial artists, obviously. Right. You yeah. Know. Yeah. And obviously back then you had a few others, you know, I mean, but everybody that was in in Bruce Lee's movies was uh they were not just good actors, but a lot of them were actually good martial artists.
0: Yeah. Like yeah, it was uh he even did know. the movie
1: with Chuck Norris, I believe.
0: Yep. Yeah, what was that one called? Um, I forget uh, the names of all of them. Yeah, where they fought in the Coliseum. Right, 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 right. And, uh, no, that was was a great fight scene. When I was in high school,
1: uh, I would ditch uh, the school and go downtown Chicago and watch Kung Fu movies. (laughs) Because you could watch... For two bucks, you could see three movies in a row, you know. They're just playing these old kung fu movies, you know, really goofy and cheesy and, you know, with all right, of the dude, crazy they're the stuff. Best, man. Oh.
0: I love old Kung Fu movies. They're so good. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I know. It's fun. <laughs> good in a terrible way, right? Or terrible in a good way. Terrible in a good way. <laughs> but the storyline is always the
1: same. It's some poor poor village, you know,
0: people that are right. being te- yep.
1: terrorized by some gang, lo- gang, you know, and some uh, big guy who has a house on the hill, you know. And then, uh, like Magnificent Seven, you know. Mm-hmm. And then... Few of these gunslingers come by, and they just take care of business, you know? right? Uh, for some reason, that storyline
0: never fails, does it? Right? No, it, and it's like the premise of so many different movies, <laughs> from westerns to old kung fu movies to, you know, yeah, so to, many, love, to uh, the um, three amigos, the Three uh, Amigos, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, Three Amigos, <laughs> Stallone and um, you know the movies with the old guys where they go right. The, I oh, the it, Expendables! Yeah, I was gonna say right? Dependables. about uh, <laughs> <laughs> Expendables. Yeah, that's right. Uh fun, uh, f- fun stuff, you know. Uh, interesting. L- life uh, goes on. Bruce Lee has been dead for forever. Right, long time, man. Chuck Norris is an old man. It's true. Yeah. He's in his eighties now. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, and all of these famous actors, when you look at them. Um, they're just, you know, Michael Kane, 90 years right. old, decided to retire finally, I think. Did this, he really? This week he announced, you know, 90 year old guy. I mean, uh, the, we, I think maybe in the age of the movies and videos, we begin to uh, get a
0: little bit better grasp of, of how fast life goes by. Yeah, that was, uh, my wife and I were watching a um, this TV show and we were having this exact conversation because um, you know Tara Reed uh, was on this show so it's a reality show and it's basically um, it's like special ops the world's toughest test or something so they got these uh, special Forces guys um, you know there's a couple of from British, uh, special forces, you know, a couple of guys from the American, and they run them through like a selection like they would for the Navy SEALs. And so, um, but it's all these celebrities, right? Mm. And uh, so in the season that's kind of running right now, um, Tara Reid was in there. And like Tara Reid, she's she's at least a few old years older than I am, but not by a tremendous amount and she, she you know was she was mostly famous when
1: she was young. Teenage, yeah, exactly. Right?
0: Teenage movies, uh American Pie was um, yeah, yeah. when that came out in the 90s, that was kind of her her most known uh thing. And uh but just seeing her on there and seeing and you know my parents were always that way too. It was interesting cuz you know they would see you know actors and actresses on TV shows and things and it's funny how their aging reflects, it Help it kind of makes us see how much time has gone by, right? Right, like, right, 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 You know, we almost measure, you know, the, I mean, it's like kids, right? If you're not around a kid all the time, yeah. right, uh, even if you see a kid, like, every few months, sure, like, you notice the massive changes that go on. But, you know, when it's your kid, you know, you see the changes happening gradually, you know, every single day, and it, you know, you don't really see all the well, major it, changes, same right? Same thing with people that you're around all, all day long. You know, yeah. they don't notice a change. But then you travel
1: to another city for some sort of a meeting or reunion or whatever, and they look at you, and they're like, wow, what happened, you know? Right, right. And they re- you realize that they can see that you have aged, Yeah, and you can tell the same thing about Not them. About them, you know? right. I just saw recently an obituary picture for somebody you know. I didn't recognize the guy, and you know, really? a bit because of how much he aged, you know. Mm. And yet we were back in the high school days. I mean, we were friends, and he was a few years older than me, but just completely changed person, you know. Just uh, uh, we just don't see that. You're right when we are with somebody all the time, but with these actors, it's crazy, isn't it? Right. Because you don't see them for like ten years, then not making any movies. Then they show up, and all of a sudden you're looking at an old man. I mean, Sylvester Stallone can hardly run now. You know, mm. I saw him in the, in the Expendables. You know, and the running, and <laughs> you know,
0: and all of them. I mean, they're just getting right. Yeah, we That's are it. all getting old, man. I'm telling you, man. No matter what you do, you know, time time gets us all. And you, and, you know, uh, you were saying about Tara. Yeah, and it just, you know, seeing her, and I believe she's mid-40s, uh, I think is what the show popped up and showed her age on, and, uh, you know, and I mean, I joke with people all the time, right, like, you know, as time goes by, in your mind, you're still like 22, <laughs> right, and, you know, it's it's the body that ages, but not the <laughs> mind, right? And, you know, and so and with these actors, you know, you kind of hold hold them in your mind as like where you know them best from. Right. And then when you, you know, go by and, and see them. 20 30 40 years later and it's like you know their sign of aging kind of makes you realize you're like oh lord i'm getting old right (laughs) you know and uh but it's funny that the mind does not change it doesn't right it's it's uh, wild grandma's
1: looking at these young guys and they're like oh you know (laughs) salivating (laughs) 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 and it's because the mind didn't change you know yeah, and, it's, and, the, and the same thing for the old guys, looking at young women, you know.
0: I'm Some, telling you, right? And, you know, and even with, like, in my world, um, you know, I'm still able to do pretty much everything I was able to do when, when in my 20s, right? And uh, I can still flip. I can still do the full splits. I can still get peers. I, your peers are getting... More and more pissed
1: at you every time Actually, this year, Actually, right? a bit,
0: yeah. It's, uh, you know, and, well, and I've also been, like, I've also been kind of the young person in all of the martial art training circles that I've always been in, because I started right, right. training adult, like, level martial arts, uh, things that weren't taught to kids. Um, I started training that when I was 12. Wow. And, uh and it was because I had a, you know, second-degree black belt in taekwondo by the time I was 12. And that level of, of training and dedication and, and demonstration of discipline kind of got, got me invitations to be able to join these other groups where most 12-year-olds would not be allowed into it. Right, and, right, uh, right, so, you know, training in these circles, like, I've always been the young guy. And I'm, no, I'm not the young guy anymore, um, but everybody that I would train with, you know, they constantly would be like, "Oh, well, wait till you hit this age. You know, right. once you hit this age, things are going to slow down." And that's kind of been a personal mission of mine uh, to, you
1: Go know, until you're eighty. <laughs> you know,
0: ultimately, and I mean, there's also I, you know, there's a this this older master, and you know, he, I believe, he's in his mid seventies. Uh, and he's a taekwondo uh guy he's he's korean and um he still is does these crazy kicking demonstrations where like his ability his flexibility his hip strength his ability to kick is i mean it rivals you know some of the top you know 20 25 year olds out there and it's unbelievable to watch right and you know and that that's kind of That's really who I want to be. Like I still want to be. Send me
1: the link to his stuff. All right.
0: Yeah, I'll send you. Send you. There's this particular demo he likes to do. Um, I'll I'll find one of the videos on YouTube of him doing it, and I'll I'll shoot it over to you. I'll put
1: the link on to it. By the way, folks, I don't know if I've been saying this, but uh, you can find this show now just about everywhere, like on. On uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify Podcast, uh, any podcast you go to, just punch in Fit Positive Confident and we'll pop up and you can re listen to this interview. We'll be right back. All right, back in the studio with Kyle Galloway, martial arts uh, expert, and um, he is the owner of a martial arts school here in Denver, metro area. His website is martial arts, uh, successmartialarts.ninja. Yes, sir. You cannot yes, – uh, it's one of those names that it's hard to forget. Success, we all want success, successmartialarts.ninja, and you can find out more about how you can um, – Sign up or register your kids, or if you're 70 years old and want to stop aging, <laughs> go and learn yeah. a little bit of G- Jiu-Jitsu. I like it. <laughs> all right. So, you know, we are talking today about basically really anti-aging. Yeah. Now, right. the you know, we, we just talked about all of these old actors that we see on TV, you know, and how how we realize all of a sudden that all of our that people that we used to watch when they were young, uh, they're all aging, you know. And we mentioned uh, Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger and all of the rest of them, you know. Uh, and we age too, yeah. You know. And then you yeah. we were talking a little bit about how you are able at at, at your age. You are now forty something, right? Forty. 40. Just hit 40 this right, year. Okay, so, so that,
0: you don't want that something yet. Not yet. yet behind that 40. Okay, I, So January. I, I'm I closer apost- to 41 at this point than I my am. 40, sincere so you know. Apologies, Scott,
1: right. uh, for, for saying in <laughs> <and> something.
0: <laughs> I could see that that kind of was painful you know, for I, you a I little just, bit. I, I just had to correct it quick, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs>
1: but. Um, I was going to ask you this this uh, thing that's in the news all the time this Ozempic um, drug that uh, for diabetes mm. and everybody's using it now for uh, weight loss mm-hmm. and I had a good friend of mine uh, she was uh, she has uh, diabetes and she is um, overweight and um, she started taking that drug and it really started helping her losing weight and all mm-hmm. of that stuff but then it had bunch of side effects, so she had to unfortunately stop.
0: Oh, gotcha, yeah.
1: But this is now the latest craze in the United States. um, th- um th- All of these uh, famous and rich people are buying this drug for weight loss, not for diabetes anymore. And they mm-hmm. say that the drug basically will help you um, <clears throat> lose the appetite, you know, and you're not going to want to eat so much. Yeah. And, and I think it's also another attempt uh, at trying to stop the age, you know, mm-hmm. the, the progress, trying to reverse the, the uh, our, how our bodies work, you know, mm-hmm. trying to slow down the aging process to speed up the metabolism. Yeah. Uh, and you've, I know that you've studied a lot about these kinds of things, and this is not the only drug that was ever on the market like that. What do you, I mean, if you were talking to people, I mean, we're talking about anti-aging and how to slow it down. And how to to do uh, to be able at the age of forty and fifty and sixty to do these crazy things like jumps and kicks and running and jogging and fishing and snowboarding and all of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. active yeah. life. Mm-hmm. W- where do you see you know this whole? Where do you see the? W- I I want to put this the right way. The combination of working out and eating healthy, on one hand, and then uh, and then uh, aiding this whole process with, uh, with over the counter or prescription drugs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So if you break it into like a hierarchy, um, you know, and, and again, the, there's, there's a tremendous number of pharmaceuticals and supplementations and things that you can do that, you know, really aid in the the concept of longevity. Um, and so when, you know, and, and ultimately the hierarchy and the way that that breaks down is, you know, these supplements and things, um, they are kind of the last stage of your longevity protocol. And what I mean by that is, you know, these different supplements and different things of this nature they're not these magic bullets that allow you to you know eat the worst food on the planet and just you know ignore any kind of fitness routines uh, and all of a sudden you take these supplements and and you know you're superhuman kind of a thing um, most of these supplements and even a lot of the the pharmaceuticals they really don't do anything until you've gotten the rest of your house in order. So, you know, starting out with... So, wait, wait, wait. I
1: mean, this is what, what you just said is pretty important because um, I just want you to clarify or reemphasize or whatever. Uh, but the reason why all of these people are now buying this drug, I think it's called Zempic, mm-hmm. uh, is because uh, according to everybody... You take this th- this pill, you know, and you are not feeling hungry anymore. And it seems to me from everything that I'm reading is that people want an easy way out. You know, they yeah. want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they don't want to necessarily work out, you know. I mean, I know my friends, uh, the, my friend that I talked about, you know, I mean, she wanted to take the pill. Yeah. And then the idea was you, when I, in our personal conversations, you know, she would tell me, yeah, once I lose the weight, then... You know, then um, she was thinking about something. Right? Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. Walking, swimming, whatever protocol.
0: You I'll know? get so in shape. I, once I yeah, get I just in so shape. I just
1: want you to address that.
0: Yeah. So you know, pharmaceuticals are a little bit different of a conversation, just because you know, pharmaceuticals are um, there has to be a, a demonstration of action and you know mechanism being um, repeatable without other stimuli. Added in kind of a situation. So when when you speak of a pharmaceutical, you know there there is a mechanism of action that you know is going to get a result without other things going on. Um, so for but, example, it's going to suppress the appetite. Yeah, exactly. It's it. You know, it'll have some sort of a mechanism of action where it prevents the hunger signal or, you know, whatever whatever the actual mechanism of action is. And then, you know, byproduct of that is you don't eat because you don't feel like you need to eat, right? Um, you have masked your desire for food.
1: Okay? Yeah, exactly. So you, you just don't eat. now, And we're not discussing all the other side effects because these drugs do no, have side effects. yeah, right, because, yeah, you, right? have yeah, you
0: always yeah. have, you know, um, and so ultimately with that, but even with those, like if you were diabetic and you went to see your doctor and they prescribed you that, you know, guaranteed that doctor is also going to say, hey, this is uh, going to work best if you stack it with a little bit of a fitness routine, with good nutrition, with healthy sleep, right? Um, So even, even taking something like that is going to, you know, you're gonna get a bit of a result without doing anything else. But then if you really want to get maximum benefit out of it, then you you will still need to, you know, pay it when you do eat, what are you eating and how how good is that nutrition? How how um Cali- you know, nutrient-dense is the food that you're right, eating. Right, 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 right. Um, versus, you know, how well are you sleeping? Are you getting some movement in during the week? So, you know, so even with those, you may get a little bit of a benefit, but then max benefit is in correlation with uh, the other factors. Okay, let's come back after the break. I want to ask you a couple of more questions.
1: Welcome back to the show. This is Fit Positive Confident. Uh, We started out as a radio show. It turns out that now we are labeled as a podcast, I guess. And you can find it on all of these podcast platforms that are out there. Just punch in Fit Positive Confident and we'll come come up. Today my guest is Kyle Galloway. Uh, He is a martial artist. His uh, website is successmartialarts.com. That ninja, uh, write it down. Ninja, N-I-N-J-A. That's right. Ninja. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, we are talking today a little bit about anti-aging. We are talking a little bit about this drug Ozempic that people are taking. And the, that started out as a diabetes drug, but now a lot of people are just buying it for the weight loss program because it supposedly suppresses your appetite. And my next question to you, Kyle, was going to be, if the purpose of this drug is to simply uh, take away your appetite, to suppress it, to, to make you feel like you're not hungry, mm-hmm. is there another way? Is there a natural way? Are there, what I'm thinking is there, there's got to be foods that when you eat them, you're not going to be, feel hungry for much longer than if you eat, for example, something else. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm tr- I'm trying to get it. If this is the only purpose of this drug is to suppress my appetite, are there natural things that the person can do that will also do the same thing and not have all of the other side effects that these drugs do have, you know, yeah. which, I mean, some of them can... Can you know damage your liver and kidneys and whatnot? Oh yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, the the side effects are real, right? Like, um, so yeah, there there is a ton of stuff that you can do. So, you know that that's one of the um, in the the anti aging uh, community around the world. Um, some people call themselves anti aging. Some say longevity programs. You know. Um, n- But all of these people, um, when you get down to it, there's a lot of things that you want to do first before you start going into uh, the medication slash supplementation arena. And so, you know, fasting is one of the reasons why fasting is all the rage right now is basically fasting uh, is going to do what these, these appetite suppressant drugs do um through your own personal discipline and, and your own personal actions and there is no you know long-term side effects from, you know getting on a, a really good fasting protocol and doing it the right way. So you know now, when uh, you
1: people take these drugs because they just don't feel hunger. When you're fasting, you do feel the need for food.
0: Uh, at the beginning, yes okay. um, and then you know basically what what this idea, there is a period, right, when you really feel like hungry and then if you can get over it. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh, at the very very beginning when... You, I mean, your body basically, you know, tells you to eat when you normally eat. So, okay. you know, if you normally... Eat a gigantic breakfast, like as soon as you wake up, and then you have a snack a couple hours later, and then you eat lunch, and then you have a couple of snacks, and then you have dinner, and then you snack until bedtime. Then you're basically your hunger signal is on all the time, and your body's like, "Hey, you're, you you normally feed me so, at this time." Let me so get this feed straight. Me, feed me. You're
1: saying your body is just going to remind you to eat, uh, but
0: but based on your on the previous history yeah, of of yeah, you eating, exactly. And uh, and then so you know I mean there's a there's a lot that goes on with fasting but that that's one of the big ones is well if that's
1: true then you can change the,
0: your history you can change your routine right oh absolutely right and you know bedtime is is a very similar thing right like a, you know somebody that typically goes to bed at, at uh, you know say you you go to bed at nine thirty every single night then you know when you train your body that that's your bedtime then you know when 9:30 hits you're going to get sleepy you get sleepy and that's your body being like yo this is this is normally when we're in bed like So your you body's like your personal secretary just reminding you it's time to yeah. eat it's time to right. Sleep. It's, it's it's all about rhythm right and uh and your body learns your rhythm and basically you know allows you to it reminds you you know i love that that analogy of it's your home personal secretary like hey hey normally this is when you eat go ahead and eat um so you can easily retrain that right now
1: retrain your secretary
0: if you if you take a pill uh there are certain certain medications out there that you know will help you to kind of make that change um you know from a chemical reaction um versus a behavioral action i see um you know those aren't always the most lasting changes, right? So you know, you stop taking the pill, and the benefits that you gain kind of go away because you no longer have that that chemical uh, intervention to you know enforce the discipline. So when you when you change it more on a behavioral uh, aspect, you know that's something that's gonna last. last the rest of rest of your life, you know. Uh, so. So yes, so i it's, wanna, it's harder I, but it's better
1: i want to go over that you know the process and the procedure and you are now a personal trainer telling the world on this podcast <laughs> how they don't have to buy these pills and they can just start their own program protocol
0: yeah yeah and so you know having a having a, pro- a fasting kind of protocol is is a great way to kind of retrain and it and you know ultimately what the reason why these types of medications exist for, you know, diabetes is because, and most of America is metabolically unhealthy, so their insulin sensitivity is not uh, where it should be. Um, you know, they have what what is known as metabolic syndrome or metabolic disease. So, you know, uh, pre-diabetes, there is even a pre-pre-diabetes, and that's metabolic syndrome, right? And so when your metabolism isn't working properly, that's when uh, gone for long enough, that's what turns into prediabetes, which then turns into diabetes and and so on and so forth. And so especially in the anti-aging world, there a lot of the things that are the most common killers out there, um, you know, are what they call metabolic diseases. And so, you know, when we start getting into like diabetes, um, cardiovascular health, uh, even into like Alzheimer's and dementia, um, you know, these are, and there's a lot of medical science coming out now that is supporting this concept that it all stems from metabolic disorders. So when you do something like, you know, these, these, medications that suppress the appetite, you know, it kind of forces you into a more fasting kind of protocol where you're reducing the amount of food that you are eating, like from a more chemical reaction. So it's helping to fix the metabolic syndrome. If you do a fasting protocol, it does the same thing. But like I said, it's more of a behavioral and discipline kind of a procedure versus a you know, chemical pharmaceutical uh, intervention, right? And by, by doing that, you help to start to restore your metabolic health. You get your metabolism to get back to being working in the right way. Um, you get to the point where you are able to process, you know, good, healthy fats and use that for energy. You also use carbohydrates in the right way. Uh, your body breaks down, you know, proteins and into the amino acids that's needed to rebuild and, and reform the body. So you, you actually start to utilize the fuel the way that it's supposed to be used to, you know, help your body to actually continue doing what it's supposed to do, right? So, you know, it, it starts out with a, you know, disciplined eating time frame, right? And then the next step is making sure that you are eating like nutrient-dense foods, right? So things like um, eating french fries or potato chips, right? So if you you boil a potato, it is one of the most filling foods that anybody can eat, right? They've actually done studies where they kind of test how many how many boiled potatoes, like no seasonings, no anything else, like how much could somebody actually put into their body? And turns out that it it will make you feel full and and satiated faster than any other food on the planet. But if you take that same potato and you deep fry it in seed oils, then like you could eat eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and you'll never... Get to a point of feeling full or satiated. You'll get to a point where your stomach hurts and like feels like it's going. to You'll explode, still want to eat it, but you're still going to want to eat more. And it's kind of this interesting aspect between those, how the same food cooked in a different way can either be completely satiating or kind of an endless loop of of you know just calories gluttony. and gluttony, right? So you know making sure that you're getting a quality and you know, uh, um, the enough good protein in your diet with, you know, the right amount of carbohydrates, the right amount of, of good healthy fats, um, you know, kind of avoiding the, the ultra processed foods like ultra processed foods are, you know, going to be the, the type of foods that are process, processed in a way that it really makes you want to eat more and more and more of them, but there is no nutrient value to them. Knowing Americans, we should buy sugar stocks and Ozempic stocks. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. You probably make a lot of money doing it too. <laughs> All right.
1: All right. You know, Kyle, I mean, you are explaining this perfectly. You know, how a person can lose weight. On their own, without any uh, pharmaceuticals, you know, by by eating the, uh, density uh, strong foods, you know, and high density foods, and avoiding all of the garbage. And we know all of this, you know. And I'm thinking yeah, the whole time, yeah. Americans are not going to do it. They want no. an Ozempic. They want a pill, right? And they want to go eat French fries, endless and en- endless and endless and endless amounts of French fries if they can. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Right. And well. And you know, it's not just Americans. I mean, it's a human nature, isn't it? We want a quick fix, you know, super
0: quick fix, and uh, we don't want the pain of hunger. So let's just take a pill and not feel hungry. Well, and that's you know, and that that's one of the, and you know, we've talked about this a lot on this show. Is you know, we're living in an interesting time in human history, where you know we don't actually need to struggle to survive. And, you know, a hundred years ago, like life was still a struggle to be alive. Like we had to work for it. To put the meal on the table. You know, to put the meal on the table. And, you know, I mean, a hundred years ago, most people were like, the idea of the supermarket wasn't a thing a hundred years ago, right? Like, Grocery stores existed, and, and, you know, but it was more like going to the butcher and going to the, you know, the produce stands. And, and you know, a lot of people ended up still growing a lot of their own food, right? Um, yeah, yeah, you go to the and, store to buy, uh, like, oil and sugar. Right, and, you know, and so... But not the but but not, not the vegetables and stuff. And, and, again, you know, that... Uh, after World War II was, you know, when the explosion of the economy happened, and and you know the middle middle class really grew in size, and it you know an, and we ended up companies just massively starting to you know there was a lot of convenience things that were coming out before the end of World War II, but it was really after World War II that you know the convenience um, economy was was really. Uh, exploding. So, you know, that's really all these, all the products that come out in today's world is all how, you know, we can accomplish the same thing and, you know, spend less time doing it. Right. I mean, that's even, even the ultimate and baseline promise of AI is the AI is going to be able to, you know, do all the things that you don't want to do. Right. And wow. so you know, we can so just we can just l- lay more time to be fat bed. and lazy. You
1: know? They can just attach the tubes to us, you know, and <laughs> right? feed us, and we don't have to
0: do nothing, just turn on the TV. We can get AI to turn on the TV for us. Right. You know, you know everything's voice-activated, and, and ran. Oh, if it's not voice-activated, it's ran through your phone, and, and you know... You just and, think and, you about You know, it you think and about and um, the channel. that movie WALL-E that came out, you know, from uh, Pixar and Disney that, you know, was, uh, we trashed the earth, and... And humans had to leave on these giant spaceships that were like space cruise ships, and live in space until the Earth was habitable again. And you know the humans in there, like they they travel the ship in hover chairs, and and like you know like one of the one of the main scenes in the movie at the end is like one of them falls out of their chair, and everybody like freaks out, like oh what's how's this guy gonna move around? And he like <laughs> has to walk for the first time, and he you know. Uh, and they're all overweight and obese and, and, you know, and it's like just this ultimate life of pleasure. There is no work. There is no struggle. And, you know, and that, that is kind of a, an interesting analogy for kind of where, where our lives are going. And, you know, for the first time in human history, we actually have to insert struggle into our lives. Um, and, and you see this becoming a big trend in the world of people realizing that, you know, convenience is the, you know, the smoking of our, our generation, you know? <laughs> and, like, you got people, everything from s- the stand-up desk phenomenon, right? Like, right, right, right. You know, right. so many in people in my office. Yeah, right? And, I mean, those have exploded in popularity because sitting is the new smoking, right? And, you know, and there's so many different examples like that where... People are, you know, now realizing that they have to find ways to, you know, insert a little bit of pain uh, into their life to, to actually have health. Right. Uh, but it, it really comes down to the the more convenient your life is, the, you know, the, uh, so the more your body just is like, I mean, it's an efficiency machine right? This is something I teach my students all the time. So, you know, it's the ultimate proverb of if you don't use it, you lose it, right? So if you're not using your muscles, your body will break them down and get rid of them and, and replace them with, you know, it will not dedicate resources to things you're not using all the time. And that sedentary aspect eventually will, you know, make your body degrade to a point of uh, just being frail and, and easily destroyed. So I like uh, your phrase, inserting trouble into our
1: lives a little bit, you know. Well, you said struggle. I said trouble. But, right. you know, we need, we need that. We need that a little bit as, yeah. as a species. Yeah, man. As a human being, you need to go up and climb the, the 14er here in Colorado, you know, every right. once in a while.
0: Yeah. Stretch your legs. Well, and that, that even, you know, that whole idea of struggle— um, You know, the climate-controlled world that we live in, right? Not even just talking about nutrition and convenience of, you know, everything being done for us, voice activation, phone running our house, you know, la, 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 la. I mean, it even comes down to environment. It comes down to never having to be in any different temperature than, like, 72 degrees, (laughs) right? Um, You know, where 100 years ago, like, when it was hot in summer, like, you struggled through that heat. When it was freezing in winter, like, you struggled through that cold. Like, you you would chop wood, right? And, you know, and so that's, again, part of why saunas and cold plunges are a new craze in the world is – we now know that, uh, you know, just being in a homeostatic uh, 72 degrees doesn't give our body the, the the environmental inputs to be robust and healthy. So, you so know, now people are hopping in, in cold, right? You know, feel the heat, feel the cold, right? Um, so, I mean, it, it's all over the place. Like, there's so many different ways that you can add struggle in um, that really give that that, uh, that signal for your body to stay robust, to stay strong. Um, you know, bone density as we get older, like, you know, I still jump and flip and, and do this stuff where most people my age are like, Oh, I'm too old. I don't want to get injured. But I still do that because jumping puts so much, uh, you know, stress on the bones that it keeps them strong, dense, and allows me to walk all the way into my 80s, 90s, 100s. Kyle, it's always a pleasure, man. and I love being here. Thanks for having me. All right. God bless, folks. Be sure to tune in next time for another unique perspective on your whole person health with your host, Dr. G. Don't forget to share the goodness with friends and family and visit our website at fitpositiveconfident.tv. And follow Dr. G on Twitter at Dr. G Fitness. God bless and stay healthy.